Yeah, bro, it's definitely it's definitely rougher when black Billy people Ray. are going Billy Ray. It's definitely rougher when black people are going through the poor nigga arc and then white people when they <laughs> going through the their poor, poor person nig- arc. The poor nigga arc. Because the poor arc <laughs> is a real arc. That shit is character nigga. development at its finest. <laughs> Some of that shit is, is a lifetime, is a life, is an entire life, not an arc, so... I mean, some arcs do arc be longer than others. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you get a break away from the poor arc and you maybe get like a, a redemption arc or a rescue arc. You get a little bit of riches in the moment. Bring a couple Funny people out the with you and you find yourself right back, you know? Funny as hell. Uh, the poor, the poor art part, part two. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> oh, oh shit. Me 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 me. You 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 you. <laughs> jing 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 jing. Eustace 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 bag. <laughs> supernovas and welcome back to the worst generation podcast i'm your host gb aka eustace bag and we coming at y'all with a brand new episode today we got uh... <laughs> my man, dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> bag, that's Go a ahead. print baby that's a print Go ahead, G. today uh we're gonna be talking about Anime arcs uh, is a continuation of our episode that we dropped last week where we discussed the makeup of anime arcs and uh, what what elements go into uh, making a good arc, making a bad arc all together. So this week we're going to build on top of that. We're going to talk about the different types of arcs. And of course, we're going to get some examples of our favorite and uh, probably our least favorite types of uh, arcs. <clears throat> so before we get into it, as always, you know, I got to introduce the crew. First up, um, we are going to do the first lady of the pod, my girl, Panda. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Panda Dadon, better known as the OG Panda, better known as Pibble Panda, better known as Panda with the Hammer, better known as Haikyuu's number one Panda. What's up, y'all? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I like that. I like that. I like that, I like yeah, that, that a lot. Cool. Jinx, you owe me mm-hmm. a soda, nigga. <clears throat> uh... <laughs> Pop, nigga, you from the Midwest. Fuck you. you pop. Okay. <laughs> no, pop, pop is legit. But I just pop is legit. Like we do say like pop. Me. We do not say soda. I call that shit a drink. <laughs> just yeah, I, I hear, I hear niggas from down south, and I ain't want to, I ain't trying to step on nobody else's intros. But yeah, they say, yeah. y'all say cold drink, like niggas. In we all, oh, we do not say, say that drink. shit. We literally say drink, not cold. They say, they say, drink. Th- they say oh. coke in Texas, and that shit can mean anything. They be like, let me y'all- get a coke. And then they'll Which be like, what, t- what kind? And they'll be like, a great? What kind of Coke? <laughs> I'll be like, yes, nigga, nigga, what? <laughs> like, pass me that. Give me a Coke. Let me get a Sprite. Like, yeah. Yeah, G, I wish Leek was here to defend herself for that Coke bullshit, but fuck it. Uh, uh, Teliano, what do they say in, in Florida? I'm going to introduce you later, but I need to know. What do they say in Florida? Soda. They say soda out here. They say soda. They say, yeah. they say soda. Uh, they in, say in kill the niggers. They don't say. <laughs> Let me get one of those kill niggers. I hate you, said hey. say, bro. What's that? What's that song? I found you, nigga. What's that? Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I 
watch shit. Bro, I've had that song on repeat all day. That shit is mad racist, but that nigga is a, like, he raw as hell. You are uh, not fast enough. Like, oh, yeah, shit. right. And you play that shit. That's the Florida uh, State song now. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, what, what do they say? What do they say in the homeland? Pop and feeling. It's always pop. My man. I love that. Uh, you, I, I I, I'll, I'll let you get your. I'll let you get your full introduction in just a moment. Uh, next up, let me let me do Cuzzo. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Cuzzo. Get your names, all that for the for the new people. Yo yo yo! What's good, Supernovas? Get that season two hype going, gang gang gang! It's your faves, fave, the middle child, the anime hype beast, and on Sundays, known as the Deacon Slayer, spreading the gospel as worst gen pod. It's me. That boy Frankie hitting y'all with that super and still representing for the casual anime fan. What's good, Pod? What up? Y'all gonna have He's y'all gonna have to explain to me. Y'all gonna have to explain to me how Deacon Slayer. I wasn't rocking, but Panda like made it so. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just roll with it, lean into it, and accept that shit. I got another little name for my shit now. Shout out to Panda for that though. Ah, you That really, you're that really didn't make it to my timeline. It didn't travel that hard, so I guess that's still not as bad as doubling down on Yamcha being a saiyan. Also, also on the pod today, uh, we got we got my my name brother, my birthday brother, my frat brother, my brother brother, Sensei Le Glove. Yo, man, what's cracking, man? It's your boy Sensei Le Glove, the ball head, black anime nerd, the ball barbarian, the ball bitch smacker. The ball, bring your bitch over here. The ball, ball buster. Mr. Gloves off. King Glove, first of his name. Long may he fucking reign. I'm in his bitch, man. The fuck is going on? And last, but most certainly, as always, the last person is never the least person on the pod. Uh, for the first time ever, I've already said his name, Chaliano. But for the first time ever, we have a guest from Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Um, who has come to join us on the podcast. Uh, Teliano, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us the good news. Mike check. Mike check. What's up? It's King Teliano, anime ambassador of Florida, prince of all Florida men, here to grace your news headlines. Where's Jim Podcast? Is that you? What's good? King hey, Teliano, is that you? What up, B? In this bitch. What's happening? Yo, fellow watcher. got me here. What's up, Panda? So, so what are the watchers again? Uh, yeah, so. are y'all are y'all voyeuristic or like what what's happening? What are y'all watching? Nigga, now you know good and goddamn well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell you they, you want to tell them or should I tell them? So really, what it what it was was uh we was getting recommendations from each other and we was watching the anime, but uh Panda really ended up giving us like a full damn list of like twenty different anime to to watch and then like five webtoons to read and 10 manga to read so hey, it turned look, into look. the watchers so she gave us a whole damn list of everything we and not, don't forget the fan out. fiction don't forget the, the fan, fan fiction. fiction we had to read the fan fiction which is uh fire by the way check it out um okay. yeah that's the watchers panda gave y'all homework nigga <laughs> damn near I'm literally in classes already and she gave me more classes hey look, panda be doing look. that because the the her her uh her inability to like choose one thing is a gift and a curse. Wow. It can somebody it can sometimes be the worst thing that's ever happened to a podcast because you got to do three when you ask for one, but then when you <laughs> ask her when you ask her for recommendations and you be thinking you getting one link in your in your text messages, then you get like five links and you'd be like, oh cool, I got bonus content, nice. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, like the ten songs she sent, and you gotta listen to each one, and make sure they all good. Yeah, you can't skip none of them either. She yeah. also like a child in that shit where she don't forget that she sent you all this stuff, and she will follow up with you and ask you, <laughs> and you be don't like, miss one Damn. song either. <laughs> I forgot about that shit last week. Yo, the experience <laughs> is mad consistent. Yeah. Um. What I was oh so speaking of of the list uh for any of our listeners out there who have yet to download the worst gen cruise anime and manga guide uh please get out there and get that guide that's also a very long list uh we can see if we can get Panda to add some supplemental information in the future if it's missing anything um but yeah the guide has uh, been doing pretty well for those of you guys that have downloaded the guide and have reached out and given me feedback I do appreciate it. Um, if you um, want to get the guide, it's pretty easy. You can just go to the link in our Twitter bio, our Instagram bio, the show notes to this podcast anywhere. Um, and you can either enter your email right when you click that link or you can, uh, there's a, there's also a button where you can download it, but the easiest way is just to answer your email and you'll get the guide right away. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you, have you had a chance to grab the guide? Did so you know about I the guide? I, I, I did download it. I just uh, haven't actually used it yet because I've got already a list of stuff I had to catch up on. I had to catch okay. up on One Piece. Uh, had to catch up on Black Clover. Y'all know I read Twin Star Exorcist. Mm-hmm. I got I got a, a list of stuff I got to read. I got to read Magi, which uh, Leek, I think, sent me that a long time ago. Like I think when I first heard about Worst Gen, the first thing that I got recommended from y'all was... From was Magi? That was Magi. So, was it really? Yeah. It was Magi before One Piece? <clears throat> well, I, I mean, it's Worst Gen Podcast. I already knew what it was about as soon as I, I saw the name. But oh, I was already caught up on I was already caught up on One Piece at that point. Um, True. Already heard about Kaido, uh, Body and Everybody. So, uh, more, you know, more or less, that was what I was first recommended from you guys. How are you, uh, how are you feeling about the Wano arc so far? So... When I first saw Kaido, I thought he was gonna be another dude that got uh, that get beat eventually, like Del Flamingo or something like that. But yo, why is he? Why is he this way? Like, why is he so good? <laughs> who? Why? Who are we talking about? Luffy? Kaido. Luffy, oh. Luffy's good too. But why is Kaido so good? Like, I'm glad you fuck with him. Gee, a lot of people in the One Piece community don't think he's that good of a villain. I mean, he he That's literally gets like a mountain that y'all gotta overcome. That one that everybody has to overcome, and it's like. Do you feel as though Oda has like done another category where he's written himself into a corner, like he's written somebody that is like written to be so unstoppable? I mean, that no matter what he does to get beaten, it's gonna be bullshit. You think? I I think that what Kaido did was kind of give give away his weakness in that last chapter, not the last chapter, but the chapter previous, where uh, he talked about the previous scar he got from Odin. Uh And that's like I I feel like that was. That was the only obvious giveaway, but I don't really know because it's so like, you you was ZKK you you was ZKKC huh? <laughs> what? Are you with ZKKC? <laughs> the Zoro killing Kaido Club? Are you with the chop? <laughs> are you with the Chopper and Jinbei killing Kaido Club? Um, I'm not rocking with Chopper and Jinbei. Um, <laughs> Zoro is is in my opinion the greatest in uh in that crew. <laughs> I agree. So uh. I would love it, but I think I, I personally think that Zoro just gonna open it up and then Luffy gonna go to town because it's Almost. gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening though. So, but, you know, so, 
it, it, it is a pause. So are you you have to believe that it'd be a a, a, a three way pause between Zoro, Luffy, Damn, and Kaido, come on, come on. and Luffy and Zoro will be the ones to take them down together. I straight up, I don't niggas. think anyone could one v one Kaido. Like no one alive right now, other than possibly Shanks, but we don't even really know what he's about. Um, so uh, I'm gonna have to say, yeah, they, it's got to be a two v one, three v one, ten v one. Um, hundred v one because it's not looking like Kaido is going down in any one v one fight at all. Okay, uh, what do you? <clears throat> I was on the timeline today and I saw someone say that Big Mom is gonna uh, trade sides and join with Luffy to help fight Kaido, um, them versus Kaido instead of Zoro. Uh, I one I don't want that and I don't think that will happen. But uh, do you think Big Mom could take could take Kaido? I saw that as a reality, like as soon as this like Wano arc really started, because um, I just didn't feel like Big Mom was going was going rock with Kaido the entire time. But mm-hmm. uh, I can see that happening. But also, Big Mom is mad vindictive and vengeful. Um, so like I could see if she is helping Kaido, it's gonna be short term, and she gonna switch right on Luffy again. So. I don't want to see that. I'm gonna be 100 real with that. I don't want to see Big Mom join that side and and do that at all. Yeah, Big Mom be on her uh, on her hair shit. <laughs> <laughs> I tag right there, cousin. Did you get that reference? But but uh, then again, you, luckily you yeah. did not watch Blood of Zeus. But I, I did I did listen to uh I did listen to you guys episode today. You guys rightfully so uh trashed the trashed the anime. Um, our public episode hasn't dropped yet, but our Patreon episode for Blood of Zeus dropped on Monday. I think we agreed on a lot of the points. Um, I didn't hear, but I do want, I do want people to actually watch it because I would like American anime to get higher numbers so that we can start investing more budget into what we're producing. Exactly. Uh, Or, you know, a better concept and better characters. I mean, right now, I just think they're giving us bottom of the barrel type shit because, it, like, they know the audience is there, but they don't know that the audience is there. Like, it's not clear if the audience is really gonna subscribe sure. all the way into yeah. uh, into Manas uh, and an American based anime. Like, it's not clear if we're really gonna follow that route. So <clears throat> they're probably like still testing the waters. Um, same thing they did with Cannon Busters, as we talked about on the episode. And um, I think Castlevania was a go, but we discovered that I thought that Castlevania and Blood of Zeus was the same studio, but Mm-mm. according to Cuzzo, when he looked it up, they're not the same studio. So that it is also, the same like, studio of Saints Minus, though. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that you know it still gets a high turnout for like watch count, and we can continue to like show that at least the audience is there. But y'all got to provide better quality. Yeah. 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 Big trash. But um. So moving into the episode today, we're talking about uh, types of arcs. <clears throat> we just talked about Wano, which is a type of arc, a very good arc. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, oh, last thing, if you had to rate Wano up until now, Teliano, what would you rate it? So the beginning of Wano was low key, uh, high key. I'm sorry, slow to me. Um, I wasn't rocking with it in the beginning. Uh, so I guess overall, like once things really picked up, I'm gonna give it like a, a solid eight maybe maybe seven like 7.8 but i want i want more i want to see like i want to just see everybody kind of level up and step up a little bit more damn so you ain't been fucking with like the last 15 chapters 
the last 15 chapters have been good, but it's like it was 60 chapters, 70 chapters before this that was like, okay, they really? The before the last 15 chapters was a whole Odin Roger Whitebeard backstory, G. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying I wanted more. Fair enough. I ain't say I it's not like I said it was a five out of ten. I said it's like a oh, seven. I'm not questioning your I'm not questioning your score. I was questioning you saying you need more. The, yeah, the, the big thing is is that like um one of the things that like where me and Polo differ is that like I actually really, really like One Piece. A lot. I can tell, bro. That's why I fuck yeah. with you. And I <laughs> I appreciate it. But I, I really want like cause the world is so developed and so vast that if like if you miss anything, that you kind of fall out of the loop. And there's so much, so much more that they could expand on that, like, even though they've expanded on so much, there's still, like, so much more that they can go into. And I would love, like, I'm a person who loves story and dialogue and context and even more, like, the backstory. I don't mind any of that. I just, I just kind of feel like I always want a little bit more. And that's just me being greedy, probably. Um, but it, it's been great. Like, it's one of the... Uh, it's one of the better arcs that you'll see in manga currently. It's not just, I'm not going to say it's like my favorite manga arc, but it's definitely one of the better manga arcs you're going to see in many series. Spitting. Yes, sir. Thank you for dropping, uh, coming on and dropping good facts. So far, you are, uh, you know, two and two and oh with the slander. Like, you're yeah, killing it. Slander free. We like a count yeah, on the side, bro. Free. I'm waiting, though. <laughs> I'm waiting on it. <laughs> I'm waiting I'm on waiting it. I'm thirsty it. for it. I told him on Twitter he was going to get it too. And like that, just never, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, nah, bro, I'm not. I was like, all right, you're going to see. Hey, yo, if I get slander, it's like that sometimes, bro. It just is what it is. I take my licks like a man. So, and don't double and, down uh, bullshit. And uh, so normally at this point, we, we normally do uh, yay or nay. But so today, since we're talking about like the types of arcs and everything, um, I wasn't really sure if everyone's like uh, exposure with different like archetypes and like subplots to like pull a conversation off, uh, mm-hmm. like well debate conversation off. So I do, but I do want to have a conversation about two types of character arcs that are like sub character arcs. So I want to talk about uh, the hero's journey versus uh, like the reluctant hero, and just get a feel for what type of arc um, you guys like better. So I asked that question because right now I'm reading Fire Force and uh, Shinra is kind of going more through of like uh, <clears throat> a hero's journey arc. But because of the type of person that he is, you like you normally see his personality type and like the way his his attributes, his characteristics become like the reluctant hero. So I'm finding it really interesting. And I just want to see which one you guys like better. Uh, good examples of like the hero's journey um, type character arcs are... Like your your main characters like Go Goku and and Luffy and everyone that just know they want to be the greatest and just those arcs that lead up to them becoming like the pinnacle of justice, uh, or Deku or something like that. And then if you're talking like reluctant hero heroes, um, you're talking about uh, characters that don't necessarily want to be um, the good guy. I like or don't necessarily want to be the hero or the main person. So um, I really I really like uh, Saitama and, like, Mob for those reluctant hero arcs. I know they're a little different from normal, but um, those are two, like, I really enjoy and appreciate. So I just wanted to get y'all vibes and see what y'all feel uh, about one or the other, if you like one more than the other, prefer a different character arc. 
uh, I definitely prefer the hero's journey art. That's always been my vein. I like a definite path of my story. And I always get tired with the reluctant heroes. Like, like I want them to be great. I know they can be great. And I just get so blown, you know, early on when, like, they're hesitating. And, like, I'm, I guess I'm impatient with it. And it's just, it's annoying to me. It's like, I want you to progress. I want the story to progress. And, like, I just feel like they're holding, they're holding me back from watching greatness. And I don't always appreciate that. I would say I'm I'm cool with both. I do. I enjoy the reluctant hero arc when it's done right. Like the hero who's reluctant, he can't be annoying and whiny because sometimes that, that issue does come about. But the best example I can come up with for, as a reluctant hero arc is probably Kaneki. Like he starts off be, being tossed into being this uh this being, this creature that he never wanted to be in the first place. He became by accident and ends up becoming one of the most complex uh, anime characters I've ever seen, but he's still a reluctant hero. I, I liked, his, I really liked his development as a reluctant hero. So you, you like more, you like more of the stoic relu- reluctant hero, but not, not like you don't want not, them to kind of be. It's not stoic. It's just that they can't be whiny and do shit that get like really just gets in the way at the end. Like they Facts. do stuff that that okay. prevents stuff from progressing. Like even if you are the reluctant hero. There's no reason for why for you being here to like make shit go awry. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the casuals, though, can you tell us which uh, manga or anime he's from? Kaneki, King Kaneki is from Tokyo Ghoul, and I okay. very, very much recommend y'all please read it because the anime has irritated my life. If you're gonna watch it, just watch season one and then read it. I was gonna it, say please. season one is fucking fire. Yeah, season one is fire, and then they fuck it up. So for someone who started off reading the manga. And at the end of season one, I was uh, I was excited because that's one of the turning points of connect. That's part of connect. Like that's one of the turning points of Kaneki's, char- Kaneki's character. You see it, him break and then come back. He he breaks and comes back a, a lot actually over the series. <laughs> if we're being completely honest, um, yeah. but that makes him no less a great character. He is as reluctant as he was, but he wasn't whiny and annoying. He was just a good amount of I'm scared. I don't know what I'm supposed to do now that I'm a ghoul. Like you can be scared of what what your fate is or whatever the fuck in the series, but don't bring it to a point where you're annoying. You're dragging the fucking story and you're actually making shit harder for the actual heroes who are wanting to be heroes. Okay, I fuck with it, uh, Chaliano. What about you? Yeah, so I actually agree with the reluctant hero. Like, I like. I like the idea that uh, the values of a world might sway you to not necessarily want to be a hero right off the bat, right? Like, some someone wanting to be a hero just immediately doesn't always like sit well with me. Like, in my opinion, Luffy not immediately a hero. Like, he is the hero of our series, but he is technically a villain to the world. But like, the first series I thought of was like uh, the Rise of the Shield hero. Like, Naofumi is mm. legit. Like, he is a reluctant hero. Like, he came into this world thinking like, "Hey, yo, I'm gonna be a hero." I'm about to make big changes and do big things. And then he got fucked in the beginning, like mad early. And eventually uh, devolved into like that fugitive arc and then went even further. And he was that reluctant hero where he didn't want to necessarily do things that were good, but he was making progress because he had to do those things to even be able to get back home or finish where he was at. So like, I like the reluctant hero at, um, arc if it's done properly, like like what Panda said. Um, I think for me... I really just love heroes um, that don't give a fuck. Like, I like the heroes that don't really want to be heroes. 
like at all and just like kind of fall into that but kind of reject it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense um those appeal to me most if i have to say like any kind of heroes outside of those man fuck what you're talking about i'm i'm just here doing me type of people it's the people that i guess drive i relate to the most um so like the hero arcs where you got the person who i guess is is overcoming some hardship that's like some real shit and it's like it's not necessarily good or bad you're clearly the hero but like life is so like ambiguous and fucked up i guess similar to like berserk right I don't know how many niggas mm. uh, watch or read Berserk, but like Guts is clearly the hero of Berserk, um, but because his situation is so fucked up, and the situation is so fucked up, like no matter how it goes, you lost your arm, nigga. You lost your bitch, nigga. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of just fucked up shit. No matter how, like if you win at the end of the day, shit is still fucked up. But he's still kind of like striving and pushing through all that pain. Like that's the type of shit that, like, if I had to go with a reluctant, like I would go in, or I go with a story like that. It sounds like you kind of like damaged heroes too. For sure, for sure. I like I like that realism. G like saying saying in characters are like, I guess my adult brain really fishes for that type of realism. You know what it I likes, mean? It likes yeah. it likes the other layer to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like not all not all heroes are. Oh well, I got thrown into a building and I beat the villain, so I'm okay next time. No, like I'm I'm fucked up. Like I have PTSD at this shit. That's you know, and this is totally not anime related. But one of the things that I enjoyed about Iron Man three, I don't know if anyone everyone's seen that, was the portrayal of Tony Tony Stark experiencing PTSD. And like I like appreciate they brought the the realistic touch to it. Like you can't do all that stuff that you do. And not expect to get some mental um, fallback from that. That happens. We're human. Trauma is very real in this case. So I, that's why I really enjoy realistic touches. So I agree with Sensei on that. I agree with you. Uh, with you both, that uh, the realism is is where it's at. Like I, I too, find myself really finding the uh, the trauma and that that realistic aspect because it's it's highly unlikely and, and like I find it harder to really look at a character and say that you came this far and went through all this and you're not experiencing any trauma or PTSD um, is one of the reasons why like shows like The Boys and Umbrella Academy have been going crazy that these superheroes are out here like doing superhero shit but then you get to see behind the scenes and see like it's not all like how DC may have presented when we was younger kids it's not all just you know Superman goes out and saves the world and he's always like high ideals, high morals, high ethics and all that all the time like you get a person like Homelander, yeah, he does have the power to save the whole world, but he's still a regular person that's fucked up. That's been through some fucked up things. Um, so I do appreciate that. Um, is a me, fucked up individual. A very fucked up individual. Um, for me, <clears throat> the the reluctant hero is normally the hero that I identify with more, especially as a, as a younger kid. Like, I didn't really seek out the spotlight or want to be the one to save the day. So I remember my first time, like really, really feeling like I was identifying with one of the closer to main characters, was uh was Gohan during the Cell Saga, and when Goku was saying like it's time, like Goku, I guess knew, but Goku was being Goku, like he was tweaking, 
But I guess he knew that Gohan had the power within him to to beat Cell. But Gohan's basically, you know, in his. I mean, I'm just here to be here, but I still want you to do it, Dad. Like I want you to be the hero. I don't want to be the person to take out Cell. I don't want to be the person to slay. Um, that's not where I met with it. And it was that whole like him coming in to kind of realize his power and become the hero. And even after that, uh, I give Gohan a lot of shit because I hate that he became as weak as he is by the time he getting one-shotted by Frieza in the green tracksuit. But um, I do like the fact that he stayed to his roots and um, didn't like become all-out Z fighter trainer after the Cell Saga, but I wanted something a little bit different for him. I didn't want him to go all the way. Like, I just study all the time and be that. Um, but I think that might be more that, and like, I know how everybody feels about Gohan and they say call it waste potential, but I also think about the fact that, that there's a reason why he didn't want to go back, like, be fully a full fighter at, or anything akin to that. Because that, imagine, like, being thrown by your father, the person you trust the most, you trained under, you, you know, been with for most of your life and been experiencing shit with. And he throws you to the wolves to get your ass beat. Even if you did have some good amount of power in you, that's still just like, that's fucked up, Dad. I didn't want to do it. And you knew I didn't want to do it, but you still put me at a disadvantage. And yeah. so, like, I don't want to deal with that shit anymore. I don't want to be thrown against a super powerful villain. Shit is peaceful for now. But I don't want to, I really don't want to experience that anymore. I really just want to be a normal person. Because Gohan really never had that chance to be a normal kid, the more you think about it. I blame Chi Chi. I don't her. even. I can't even you blame Chi Chi. Chi Chi was the one who wanted as much as much as I don't like Chi Chi for a lot of shit because she be doing too much. Chi Chi was right in wanting to give Gohan a normal. She child. wanted that nigga to have a regular human life. And you no, she Chi-Chi. wanted that nigga to be a fucking book nerd. He could have been raw as hell. Fuck out of here, boy. And now his head is fucking fried because he went out there and fought. Uh, planetary. Could you imagine a real life cell? Like sometimes I see cockroaches and shit, and them niggas make me squirm. Could you imagine having to like lay hands on a cell? Do you even want to fight him? Uh, no. Listen, nigga, did you just say I see I see cockroaches <laughs> and make a cell? Nigga, what, nigga? Uh, you funny as hell, bro. You be like, bro, I don't want this nigga to grow on me. I don't know if I can take it. <laughs> bro, I, I'm absorb I, your I ass. Told, I, told, I told you. I swear, yeah. I told you my story about when I was a shorty, bro, and the first time I realized cockroaches could fly, and how it oh, fucked my boy. head up and scarred me. Huh? Oh, bro. I you never know. moved to Florida, and that shit's wild, bro. Bro, so you I saw was a, a flying cockroach? Yes, yeah. and it's ridiculous. It's, it's real as fuck. I has a as a kid, like I had this busy. whole perception that you just go and step on them, and the cockroaches is gone. And so one day I'm doing my, you know, my daily duty to society. I'm going to kill this cockroach, <laughs> and and the motherfucker just pokey evolved, right? Like digivolved pokey. right in front of my. <laughs> Right in front of my ass, bro. Like the cockroach just like blew my fucking mind. Grew wings and flew dead at me, and it was so fucking big, bro. And it fucked my whole world up because before that point, I did not know they could fly. And now all of a sudden, these niggas got wings and they could fly. I screamed. I fell to the ground, bro. I covered my face. I was kicking, and then I crawled away in disgust and shame. You know, I can't even be mad at GB because I do that shit when I see a regular one. So I can't imagine the amount of trauma I'd go through. I'd Bro, probably tore me up. And it, it took me a long time. Like, I used to have confidence walking up on them. Just, 
But it took me a long time, bro. I see the cockroaches. I had to come up with the caution with the one hand up just in case he come in my face you again. Know, like, you you cross the street, cuzzo. <laughs> so I'm like, hey man, I'ma just I'ma just go over here, bro. I'm I'ma take the other way home today. <gasps> these are the these are the questions I found myself asking after Gohan's reluctant hero arc when I'm sitting there watching Cell <laughs> produce all these mini sales. You're funny as hell, bro. <laughs> but uh GB, I'm finally, finally, let's get into this episode real quick. So we talking arcs. Um I think for this episode, because it's going to be impossible for us to get through all the different type of arcs. We're probably going to be focused around like shonen battle style type arcs. Um, so those are like, you know, your tournament arcs. You got the game arcs. You got uh, rescue arcs. Uh, of course, you got a war arc. Am I missing anything? A quest, like a quest type arc? Uh, that sounds straight. What about like a um, coming of age? Like coming of age? Like Come, coming of, yep, coming of age oh. arc. Um, so yeah, so just, you know, those type of arcs, uh, let's, are, are any of those, like, what are your most, what are your favorite out of those lists? Like, what, what do you think are the most popular? Um, not your favorite. What do you think are the most popular to do and have been done the most in, Nigga, the uh, tournament right arcs, bro. The tournament arc over there? Yes, and I'm so sick of them shits at this point, bro. <laughs> like, so sick of them shits. Why you not liking the tournament arc anymore, or or do you think it's a way to, just, to build? Because it's that? it's overdone. I mean, like at this point, it's just niggas. Uh, you're you're expecting there to be a tournament arc. At this yep. point, you really just like expecting for niggas to do something different. I think the last time I was wowed by a tournament arc was My Hero Academia. Actually, um, the way they did the sports in that show has nothing but tournament fucking arcs. Um, the way they did the sports festival, which is the arc that I'm referring to specifically, was, well, like, I fucked with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was a little, it was refreshing as hell. I loved how they ended it. Um, I think the way that the characters, like, introducing the characters and showing off powers and, and little shit like that was very well done, in my opinion. Um, but then you have, like, a, a show like Fire Force, who has a tournament arc in the first three episodes, and it's like, ass. It wasn't like, even a full tournament arc to be. I but think that's my point. But like, why would you even introduce that shit? Like, that I think shit... that was a way to in- introduce Joker, though. Like, they were just doing some shit that was part of like a normal routine thing, and then boom, here comes Joker. But I mean, the arc as itself still wasn't good. You see what I'm saying? Would so you really like, call yeah. that an arc, though? They did. Yeah, uh, uh, you can, <laughs> you can call something as little as like. Ten chapters of arc. So if that shit like two or three was episodes, that, was that ten? Was that ten? I don't know how. Stuff? I don't know how many chapters it was because I don't read it. I just watch. Because that, I mean, I didn't really consider it much of an arc because it was literally just okay. We going to do this thing, and boom, here comes this character that we think probably could possibly be the main ass villain, and then Sharon tries to fight his ass, and then this shit's over, and then boom. But that's, that's what it. I'm saying. Like, but so like they introduce it. Hey, you know you have you guys have the. The so and so and so and so exams, and it's like okay, to the so and so exams, okay. Man. But like for real, you like you, you we get introduced to that. So now, okay, I'm expecting a tournament because you're now about to show me a whole bunch of people competing for one thing, which yep. I it was to me is the 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 definition, like you know what I'm saying, the literal definition of a tournament arc, and shown in anime anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at this point, it's just like I'm expect I need something different to happen. Either don't let it end with the 
with the person, the main character winning, or with the main character in any type of way, like, or like the the elements throughout the arc have to be good. So I don't know if them them letting it be short and sweet was a good thing. To me, it wasn't. But at the in, at the same time, I damn it don't even think they needed the arc at all. Yeah. I mean, and, and I just want to say this real quick. The only reason I don't necessarily agree with that is because in Fire Force they have like like that was just a moment in the show. But they they've laid so many different like. Uh, lines in the show for you to think that this might be the villain or this might be a hero or we don't even know who the true villain is in the show we don't know the full motives of every character or every organization in the show to say like that was anything other than like if it's an arc if we're gonna call it an arc I would call it like a reveal arc right like how you got Aizen and Bleach that was like a a villain reveal rather than like a, let's say which arc which arc I like, like that if you talk about Soul Society that's a retrieval arc yeah, no, I'm saying like when uh like when they reveal a villain, right? Like I'm saying like when you get to a point to where you don't really know who what's going on and then you reveal something. I'm just saying it's more of a revelation rather than like saying that's a tournament arc or a battle. Well, but that's the thing. That's the thing. If you think about if you think about all the tournament arcs that have come before Fire Force, right? Let's think about that. Even mm-hmm. the good ones. Tuning exams, dark tournaments, uh the fight, the, the 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 sports festival, yeah, H- uh, hunter exam, um, shit, heavens arena, like World grand martial art we, tournament, <laughs> grand martial art tournament, art tournament. But reading through the reading through the fire force manga, the that tournament arc, it just feels like a extremely extremely small version of the tuning exams, damn near. Like, it but that's ends my point. You. So wait, do we we still think the tuning exams is a tournament arc, even though? The tournament ended midway through the arc, and now we got Naruto fighting a big ass raccoon. It's still a tournament. <laughs> that's still, that's I don't, still I don't, because exactly. I don't agree. I don't agree with Teliano that it's a. I don't. I think the that uh, the reveal like, is just part of the arc. A, a reveal is a part of an arc. It's a moment. It's not an actual arc. So I think that that's where it's kind of like it's getting away. But if like the actual manga for Fire Force, it just feels like a very miniature version of how the tuning exams went, where midway through this tournament arc you get like the you get the reveal moment and that transitions into something totally different and so it right. like that that tournament arc and fire force act is like a transition piece i will say that um you know to the original question of popular or unpopular um it seems like the tournament arc is is used more and more one of the reasons why i think that um it could be getting trash as we go is because of the way it's being used. I don't see people doing like full tournament setups in the way they used to do. And tournaments are more so being used uh, as transitional aspects yes. than actual like mm-hmm. standalone arcs. So with, mm-hmm. with Fire Force, it's a transition to the real meat of things, which was Joker. Um, even when you look at uh, My Hero, the arc can be a standalone, but that was more so of a setup and a transition to get them to the next phase. Uh, and it wasn't what, like which arc, which which which. Uh, well, the, you said you said my hero, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah. Which tournament the, did you uh, talk about? The uh, was a setup. The school, the school tournament. The sports festival. I disagree. You disagree? What what is it? What did it set up? What did it, what did it set them up for? I feel like it. I feel like that opened up the opened up the world and explained like that's when I really got a real understanding of like how the superpowers add up, like how they be doing the scouting to get them into the hero league. Like, it, like I said, it's a standalone arc as it league. is. 
the hero league is what I'm calling that shit. It, it is a it is a standalone it is a standalone arc in itself. Um, but and I and I also feel like my hero does a lot of things in the old style. So it's a standalone arc in itself. But like new gen uh, series that are out, it also had a lot of transitional aspects in it that like really set up the rest of the story. And if you look at older ones, a lot of older tournament arcs, like after that tournament arc is done, the story just, it pivots elsewhere. It's damn near like the tournament arc was like the end of an era right there. Mm. Um, so that's why some tournaments have felt trash to me because they feel very open-ended. Like you lack closure at the end of the tournament. Like, what? well, what the fuck? Like, okay, well, what happened here? Like, we didn't, we not going to go back? Y'all not going to finish the fight? <laughs> so that shit can be weird. Uh, to that point, that's actually why we probably gra- have gravitated, <laughs> at least like Pan and I have gravitated towards sports anime, because like yeah. they have no choice but for it to end up being a tournament arc, and you have to do it well to keep you interested in the story. Yeah. And, and like, and like not simply it's, the yeah. I, as much as I enjoy the tournament arc, my other favorite arc <clears throat> when it comes to sports anime, especially is the training arc. Is like, especially when after the characters face a crushing defeat or loss, that period of time that they take to develop their skills further. So when they face off against the, that team again, they'll find a way to beat them. Like, I do enjoy, tra- like, I like that moment, especially Haikyuu does that beautifully. And not just speaking as someone who loves this anime, but Haikyuu does it beautifully when they lose, and spoiler alert, they lose <laughs> to Abu side the first time. And, you know, they experience that that pain of loss of, you know, feeling like the flightless crows again and everything like that. Hinata and Kageyama get into it and, all, and like, come damn near pretty much come to blows. And then they take from that moment and then take what they've learned and learn other, like, go to, towards other aspects and learn more. Like, uh, especially with Hinata, he goes to visit Ukai's grandfather, who's the original coach for Karasuno, and learns the tempo. Mine is... Uh, minus all minus the other zero, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, all that shit. And so, <laughs> I really enjoy how that 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 because character growth is something I've really truly covet when it comes to anime, especially, but all characters of anime, especially. And so, though, watching them grow as individual players, but also as, as like the different components of the team, and then bring that full circle when they actually enter into a match again. I really enjoyed it. So it doesn't for me it doesn't always need to be oh we're we get we doing this tournament we're doing this tournament. No, we're preparing for the for we 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 lost something or something happened and now we're preparing to come back from that. And and I think another good example of that is like Hajime no Ippo where uh Ippo Yeah. He loses a couple of different times but like I'm sorry if y'all if y'all didn't watch it but Ippo loses like specifically to like Ricardo and it's like a crushing defeat. It's like he didn't even really stand a chance. David, he didn't land a punch. He Ricardo Damn. didn't even sweat. Yeah, and Epo at this point is like smashing and destroying everybody. Like he is the the one hit wonder. He will drop you with a single punch. But it's like a kidney blow, a uppercut, whatever it is. Epo wins, but he loses to Ricardo and figures out that he needs to up his game even more and just overall develop his skills. The training arc. I think at this point for where anime and manga is, is becoming much more important because people are looking for development, especially people like around our age are getting a little bit older. We already know like what the base level of most stories can be. So a lot of people are looking for like development and how these characters become better because that's just how humanity works. That's how we work. 
we have to grow and become better to overcome and that overcome any uh, trial or tribulation in front of us. And that's where like that's becoming much more, much more prominent in today's series in general. Uh, I got a question yeah. based off what uh, no. Panda was talking about with the training arc. Um, how do you feel about, how do you feel Shonen battle anime do training arcs? Do you feel like they do them well? Do you feel like they be trash mm. in comparison to the sports anime? From what I, Which to my opinion does those really well. I think Shonen does it pretty well, but I think some, I think some part of me enjoys, um, sports anime training arcs but more a little bit more mm-hmm. i don't know why i can't really explain i really can't explain why oh no you but don't have to reason, compare them i, I could tell you why your, i just wanted to know your like your thoughts on battle shonen yeah shonen, oh yes yeah, i will say shonen training anime arcs do make me interested as well because you want to see how their powers grow even further than they already have it's because some i think something that uh, like shonen and sports anime have in common if they're not usually intertwined is that they do often have that I got my ass beat, but now we're gonna try again. I'm gonna train, and then I'm gonna try again, and this time I might win. And if I don't, fuck. But I don't think that I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, one of the things that sports anime does better in that sense is they give you more of that slice of life element, <clears throat> and so as far mm-hmm. as it takes you through the mundane parts of the training, whereas like in sh- uh, stereotypical shonen or typical shonen, like a lot of times it's done in a flashback. You get how they got to this point. Or like it's like you see them upgrading this stuff, but it's over like you know a musical montage, and you know it's maybe done over like you know one or two episodes, and then you have the next part and they start. Whereas like you know, Shonen like you actually uh, Shonen my bad sports anime you actually get to see like you saw he not to you know suck at receiving those serves in Kageyama he couldn't get the little the toss to him the right way where it drops in the right spot for Hellas until it clicked that one time and you actually got to see it kind of work before they actually really need it to the work. Whereas like One Piece, for example, you have the two-year time skip where Luffy learns Gear 4, and you experience what he learned in flashbacks after, or when he's already at the point where he's about to have shit go down. So how do you guys, uh, what do you guys think is the the best battle shown in training arc you guys have seen? Uh, I think training arcs like, uh, I can name a couple. I don't uh, know which one. Which I can only. One I, I can only. I got one name like three, and two, a couple. two of them are from the same show. If you if you look at the so since we were talking about my hero earlier, you can look at the the internships. Besides, no. I would, yeah, for sure. I would consider that. I would consider that a trainer heart. and similar to like the sports anime, it has like that slight. So you're seeing like the gradual pro, uh, progression of Deku, and you have something to kind of mark his progress with, like his powers, whereas like uh, as Kuzo was just was saying earlier. Uh, you don't always get that with Battle Shonen. Like you, they finish the training arc, but you really don't know where they stand, and you don't feel as close with that character. But uh, with the internship, like you feel like you grow with them. Uh, another Cowling. show. You said what? The full Cowling. That's what I remember from that part. Like that was so lit to me. Yeah, um, when he was able to do that, the five percent, do it for like five percent the first time. Like that shit was big. It was like, oh hell yeah, like we here with it. But the other battle shonen, you won't even find out he can do the five percent until after the training arc. Like he'll just do it, and then you'll get a flashback. So like you don't feel that's those same feelings during the training arc. Um, you you did it well with uh with uh Yusuke when he was training before the dark tournament. Oh yeah, wasn't uh, that during the dark tournament? 
Is it? No, like before good. when he was when he was when he was getting ready too. Okay. Like when he was climbing the mountains with Gikai yep. and all that oh, stuff. Oh, that's like, what you were referring. I, I thought you were referring to that. Yeah. that, uh, that uh, not that not the cave, not the cave. When he got the yeah, cave, not that. Yeah. No. no, no, no. When he was climbing the mountains and everything, like they did it well there. Uh, who else? Um, I don't know if you guys seen assassin assassination classroom. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't that, finish it. Does that does that fall in the about? You didn't finish that. That's shocking for you, Panda. Okay. Uh, yeah, Panda would the, love it. Does that fall in the? Yeah, she would. Does that fall in the battle shonen category? Uh, I don't know. Battles? Was I mean, there yeah, a training? Was, was there shown. a training art? Yeah, it was a it was a training yeah. art similar to My Hero in the style of My Hero, but like, yeah, not as serious. Serious, but not as serious. But you you get to follow along and like yeah, you following along students that learn to do shit. <laughs> and that's that's what makes the sport. Yep, like the that's what makes the sports one so good. Damn near a, a fucking training art, but uh. I, I got one for you, Sensei. Um, when Naruto was learning uh, the uh, Rasen Shuriken, and like he had he had yeah, to learn how to do win the uh, win release. Mm-hmm. Like for me, that was I thought it was so good because like one, it broke down you know kind of how you learn what your chakra nature is. But as before, like niggas just had this type of chakra, and now we have Naruto who don't know what the fuck he has. And then it kind of like you saw his progression over time where he could barely cut the leaf. And right. then you you see it realized when he actually uh, hits up buddy uh what's a nigga's name all the like the hearts and shit with that with a joint I uh, remember his name I know who you talking about Kakuzu. yeah he hits uh, up so yeah. here's the thing here's the thing I feel like his training moment was heavily overshadowed by the fact that 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 fight like that arc okay I'll give you that um, yeah I'm not trying to say that it wasn't an arc or nothing like that but. I feel like that moment in training, because like that type of shit, like that Naruto did with the whole, yeah, you learn how to do this, and it ended up coming into play later. Like, DBZ did a lot of that. Like, you're right. The niggas trained a lot in the middle of the Freezer saga, in the middle of the Cell saga. Like, niggas was in the hyperbolic time chamber. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking Gotenks was training in the hyperbolic time chamber in the Boo saga. Like, that shit happens, but it's like those, those be looked at more as like moment to me. Moments of training versus arcs of training. Whereas I look at, I look at uh, Greed Island as like a training arc. Oh, okay, no, and that, they Greed, literally said Greed Island is a training arc. That's literally uh, what uh, Bisky said. He sent you to the train. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I look at that like it's more of like an arc specifically for them to learn how to use Nin and like you know what I'm saying really master their Nin. Um, I wanna. Uh... I want to let Teliano get in too. My bad, G. Um, get shit um, off. Good, good. Um, so one of my favorite training arcs in general, if we're gonna talk about training, um, Twin Star Exorcist um, manga, because we don't talk about the anime straight trash. Um, the oh, Twin Star yeah. Exorcist manga, there's a moment where our main character Rokuro um, has to leave his future wife because um, essentially she loses all of her power and can no longer be an exorcist, right? So she can't do her primary job, her whole reason in being alive. Um, but what ends up happening is that he has to become stronger to carry not only himself, but her as well. And then also to be the number one exorcist. And he, he doesn't become that for quite some time, but he has to literally train, build his own home. Every exorcist he meets in the area can cast multiple spells and he can only do one at a time. Uh, And you see those moments where like the character has to like, literally go back to the drawing board, go back to fundamentals and and kind of like develop who they are as a as a whole, right? And uh 
like you you see like that's one of the in, in my opinion because I, I know most of you guys haven't seen it but that's one of those those moments where like you kind of look at the character and you relate because you you have those times where you're like damn you know i really feel like i was leveling up but wait i got to go back to the fundamentals and kind of pick up on those individual skills again to make sure that i have them to present when i have that like future tournament arc for a character or i have to go against others in any scenario so uh rokuro ends up becoming one of the strongest exorcists but not from like he didn't just become a strong exorcist over you know one month two months his his whole training arc was like a whole year of him training building up his skills building a family that will defend him and help him against the other exorcists not alone not just the demons themselves you know he had to build a whole like family organization himself and train them as well so that they can compete on a level that he can compete on and that's one of those things that makes a training arc almost like a definitively different is that like the, the, the characters they build as a unit instead of just an individual character it seems uh <clears throat> the the main thing i took from that is it seems for you too being able to mark the progress so um i and i'm i'm, I'm not gonna the main character uh you being able to mark like that oh he wasn't ready like the training arc wasn't strong enough and he wasn't ready to like go to that next level and like he has to go back uh that's an essential piece of it for you too so in the same sense, it seems like all of us tend to agree that uh, one thing that makes a training arc is being able to mark the character progression, and that seems to be the detriment to uh, many battle shonen. Right. Um, yeah. A lot of the battle shonen, um, like we know right now, they are like, and that's what makes it different. It's like sports anime, they seem more creative to us because we we don't see them as frequently as we see like battle shown in anime. Like we see battle shown in anime, like every season we get five, six, seven of them every single season. And they all have the same formula. And we like, yo, that's trash. Like I'm not going to watch this series specifically. Literally bro. This is exactly why I'm so tired of tournament arcs. Dude. Yeah. But like, we see a sports anime and that, that whole training arc is so inspirational to us because it's like, we ain't seen that. Like we don't see. And it's also uh, realistic. G. Right. Like, if I, I never, I never, I wasn't big on sports, but and I tell my podmates this shit all the time when we when we was heavy on the sports anime, like watching. If I was a hooper, bro, watching like Kuroko or some shit, I would be at the gym, g, like constantly <laughs> trying to fucking hoop and go crazy. Like, bro, I want to be in the zone, bro. I want to be in the zone, g. I'm going to the beach and fucking running through sand, like. I'm trying to do all of that shit, bro. Like, but like you were saying, like, bro, that shit is mad inspirational, G, and it's realistic for niggas who are in that position, bro. Like, not everybody is the chosen one from thousands of years ago with like special fucking levitation powers, bro. Like, not everybody is that. Mm-hmm. No one is that actually. <laughs> right. And even if you are the chosen one, I don't want to see you just have it easy. That's the main Ooh, thing. Like, yes. I don't want I don't want the chosen one to have it easy. I want the chosen one to struggle. Because in Twin Star Exorcist, Rokuro and Benio, they are the chosen ones, but Benio still gets dropped down to zero. And Rokuro gotta do everything by himself. And then Benio jumps light years ahead of him and he still gotta catch up again. He gotta have a whole another training arc. I don't mind multiple training arcs. I wanna see my character develop. And I think that's important. It's like I don't want I don't want one training arc to be the end of it. Like Luffy didn't have one training arc. He had to work for that. Like he had yeah. to he had to grind to become even, you know, where he was at. Belly for free. You know, he had to work on he had, it. He had to get his ass beat hella times. Right. Niggas always, always tapping on Luffy like he don't ever lose. 
Like, what the he fuck? He definitely be taking L's, bro. That nigga lose. Even, I, I don't even read. Like, I, from the episodes I've watched, Luffy has got his ass beat plenty of fucking times. Plenty of fucking times. Luffy and be taking cool. L's, bro. One thing I do, I do like think, and this, and when you say the chosen one, I think of like Naruto and Ichigo to some extent. Even even those two had their losses, had to grow in some way. And I feel like if you're like you do have to like like what Tell was saying, like if you're the chosen one, I don't want to see a motherfucker. Oh well, I got it. I know what I what to do. It's important that even with super overpowered main characters, they need to have some form of growth. And I don't just mean in abilities. I need mental growth, emotional growth. Like, go from I got, well, at this point, I got my ass beat to, I know I'm going to overcome this, or or from I'm broken as fuck, to this shit ain't going to beat me, and I'm going to still get through it. Like, I it's it's uh, nothing is more boring to me than a character who doesn't break or bend at least once. I I I want to know that you're my main character, but I want to also have doubt if you can do what like you're tasked to do. I don't want to just know that you're the chosen one. And I, doubt, I, it sounded it is, sounded like your ass was about to sing. I want to know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what you it's be doing with this one? It's not even specifically <laughs> doubt. It's just like. Well, maybe a little bit of doubt, but I'm just like, damn, this nigga does lose. Damn, this motherfucker got everything, like, kind of sort of laid out for him. Like, this nigga is chosen, and he still lost. But speaking it's... for myself, I, I want to have doubt. Okay, well, I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to have doubt. Like, I, I want to know you're the main character, but I want the stakes to be there. I want to be able to uh, be reading or watching the series, and I want to have moments where I'm like, damn, can he really pull this off? Like, right now, I'm looking at Luffy like, damn, like, he gonna need at least three other people to roll up with Kaido with him, because Kaido talking that shit. And they can't he talking that king regular. shit. You said what? They can't just be three regular people. They gotta be three, like... They gotta be three strong people, because Kaido out here, like, like a woman that just told you her ex was better. Like, he's just damn. like, y'all not holding. <laughs> damn. Y'all not Odin. Like, you not living up to the calls right now. Like, I thought you could do it, but hey, I don't sober, even feel like Sober Kaido is a different Kaido, G. I love Sober Kaido, G. Yeah, he talking that shit, ain't he? Yeah, bro. He talk that shit, bro, when he's sober as hell. When he just and, be drunk as hell, what on When he just be like that, like, yeah. it be whatever, G. But Sober Kaido is a lit-ass Kaido. It's, it's on a whole different level. And now, like, he damn near, he damn near a little bit wise and savage at the same time. He... So. Yeah, I, I thought that y'all could do it. I thought y'all had to fight. And he, no. yeah, and he mad respectful, bro. Like, niggas was slandering him over the Odin uh, flashback when, when that shit happened with Odin and shit. But then, like, when he said he killed Shorty that, that did the shit, niggas was still like, so? Like, that don't mean you ain't... I'm like, gee, at the end of the day, I'm a fucking pirate, but I still got respect for it. And he, he literally he got said morals. it again. Bro, I, he literally said it again. Like, I still hate how that situation played out. Right. But... And he said, I would have loved for you niggas to be able to kill me. But this ain't, it ain't that. It ain't go that way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm still here, niggas. So dealing with the information we got today. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love that about him. And I, I think like moments like that, Oda did so well to establish um, that that moral code, that, that kind of sense of ethics, what type of pirate Kaido is. That kind of shook who I thought he was. So um yeah, but I need to get a we, we not on that, we on arcs right now. Uh I wanna I wanna have doubt. Like I wanna know 
that the character is going to struggle through this arc. So I think about another type of the the war arc yeah, uh, I was for Naruto. Say, we need to talk about this war arc, G. Let's let's <laughs> let's slander some niggas, G, because the, these the these Naruto arc... and Bleach stands need to realize they shit is not hidden. G, the war arc was so trash because I went in really not having a doubt because every like Naruto was born with all the tools and they introduced that to me very early on. Like it wasn't like I slowly got brought into. Uh, Karama and everything else, the powers that Naruto had. So I never really had doubt that Naruto was going to have an issue. The only doubt that you probably could have had was uh, Madara, or Madara, as I, as I be calling his ass, was really Madara. And you come into the war arc, and they erase that shit, too. Once they erased him as, like, the big baddie, it's like I was just waiting on Naruto to get his next power up. So, so question, so question. Like when it, so was yours, y'all's issue? Because I, me personally, and I might be on like the minority. I kind of enjoyed the war arc, at least the stuff leading up to Madara. So was it just the entire arc itself, or the fact that Madara didn't like ended up being just a catalyst for a bigger villain? All right, Panda. Let me. Let me. My bad. Go ahead, tell. No, I'm gonna say they, 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 they hold Madara. Like they hold him. Like he mm-hmm. was. He was there to. He was this this spoken up big bad like mad powerful. He showed that. He showed that he was everything that the legend was. Like he came out and, and handled and his whooped these boys ass. But then, yes, but then he got hope by like someone who also didn't last that long either. It was low key like why was that? Why did we even introduce this character um, to just get put out and and done so dirty for free? It it was it was like. Wasted entire like what from the beginning of the series we heard about Madara all the way up to the the end of Shippuden it was like yo Madara was wasted like okay it, it so for me for me Panda my my disdain with the uh, fourth grade Ninja War stems from <laughs> its existence honestly like because the war the, for me to for me to appreciate Naruto for what I knew it would have been the war would have had to not exist. Now, do I think that Madara can still exist without the war existing? Yes, 1,000%. The, by the war would have to not exist, I mean, we didn't need to bring back all of these people that were dead to create all of these forced moments of fan service, similar to Bleach. That... Forced moments of fan service? Yeah. What forced moments of fan service? So... A conference or a, another confrontation between Kakashi and um, what's the fuck is this? The 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 the, oh, the Zabuza niggas. Yeah, Zabuza, uh, Zabuza and, the seven, and, and, like all that Haku, shit. And Haku, fan, like that fan service ain't fan service ain't just titties and ass. I know that's like, what fan, I was confused. <laughs> oh, 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 that's yeah. why I was confused. I'm just like that's what I mean. Not 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 like not pornographic fan service. I mean like real, real quick, shit real that quick. we want to see. Go ahead. For the casuals at home, you go. You probably hear fan service a lot. When you when people talk about fire sort fire force uh, these days, and you always think it's like titties and ass, but fan service can be is really just the the creator, the mangaka, the author, whoever, whatever series it is that you're into. It is them catering overly catering to the audience and to the crowd, giving them too much of what they want and not enough of what the story needs. Exactly. Since they, and, so I, and plus, fire force doesn't even have that really that bad of fan service as people be making it out to be. I do don't. My like hero thinking. does. Or like the uh, fans are toxic in that regard. Yeah, but um, Fire Force but, doesn't have it that bad. It's just awkward how they do it sometimes. 
It takes, and I want more. I, for I, I, I do. I will agree with that. Like the moment when they, uh, and this is but we, not we, topic, but we, yeah, we not, we not gonna get off topic. Yeah, we, go, um, ahead, go ahead. Yes, yeah, uh, um, but yeah, so, 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 a lot of that needed to not exist. So, am I mad that that like okay? So, like let's 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 cut that out. So let's say that's that's strike one. You brought back all of these people. Uh, so if let's say we don't bring back all of these people, but you still want to have a war. All right. So now we got them fighting a whole lot of no name as Zetsus, right? That don't really, that's like, not really like, you don't really need an army to take care of that because you got niggas on your side that literally can destroy millions of people. So that's strike two. Strike three is Ben Madara, who was introduced very well. Like he was introduced ex- like very well exceeded my expectations as far as what he could do power wise and how menacing he was and how much of a badass he was but then we moved to the the next phase of the war which is what Kaguya. i thought to be the end game no he took it before Kaguya. like so after he fucked everybody up and then they <laughs> moved to like confront obito and shit i thought that was end game you know what i mean like by mm-hmm. end game i mean me These too. are the last events of the of the war. Like, uh, oh, like Madara, Madara is like this nigga now. What's the name is about to go down? Like, uh, Obito's about to go down, so he's no longer going to be a threat. Madara's about to show up, and they're going to have to beat Madara, and that's it. Where then it, it turned into this, this Ten Tails debacle. Who's going to take the Ten Tails? And again, all of this is surrounded in a whole lot of fan service. Who's going to take the 10? And again, mo- the moments in this are good, but it collectively, holistically, is not good. Um, so while mm. I do enjoy the Obito versus Kakashi fight, I can't really say that he, that fight needed to happen and then the Naruto versus him fight needed to happen. They could have did that shit as, a, well, as like I, an offside story. That could have been... Bro, that did not have to be two separate things. I didn't need to see... The, 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 again, and this is going back to people coming back from the dead. I didn't need to see the, <laughs> the, the, re, the reunion of, uh, Obito and fucking, uh, Minato. Like, the I golden didn't need to see brother. that. Yeah, uh, yeah bro. Uh, like, what? This... Taliano? The Golden Silver Brothers. Um, the, oh, oh Kenny yeah. Kaku and, uh, no, but I like, I really enjoyed that fight between them and Der- him and, like, them and Derui. Yeah, like, like... if you enjoy it, that's cool. I'm just talking about why is it there? So, like, again, that's why I was saying. Moments are good. Like, the moment between uh, uh, fucking Asuma and, and, and Choji and all of them, like, that was cool. That was heart-wrenching. But did we need it? That's my thing. That like, is my thing. Because they, they, like... didn't, they, didn't, they didn't add up to ultimately mean shit. Exactly. That is what I'm saying. So, like, for the that, that, Those should have been the moments where... Choji hit a whole new level. He should have been going crazy for the rest oh, of the war. You should see, I you should see Ten Ten. You should see Ten Ten with the sage tools and everything now. Like, bro, when the doing... like the shit that happened in the war, I expect to have implications for either the rest of the war seriously or the rest of the series. So like, and, if, and none of it mattered. Like you once once uh, once Kagawa once Kagawa pulls up. That's it. Like all that other shit is null and void. The only thing that matters after that is Naruto and Sasuke. Um, we we talked about like how the story can really impact um, the arcs and how like things like having slice of life elements and a training arc can really take that training arc next level and make it more uh, 
make it more interesting to watch. Whereas, like, if you don't have those slice of life elements, it makes it a little bit more difficult to watch. And we also talked about like the the stakes and everything that goes in as we discuss these war arcs, like the stakes that go into it. Um, before we start to run out of time, uh, I want to talk about are there what like, I want to talk about arc formats that we would like to see more of in the future because we've only gone through like three or four arcs types so far. So I want to at least take a chance to uh, talk about like types that we would like to see more of in the future. And then if we have time, uh, if you want to make any recommendations for arcs that you think could have been done better, uh, we're going to take um, time for that. For me, I'll, uh, and what's crazy is I was trying to think of a name for this arc until Tail said it. So shout out to Prince Tail from Florida. Um, he said coming of age arcs. So I don't know what you mean by that. So I guess I should ask you what you mean by that. What do you mean by a coming of age arc? Because if we think about the same thing, then I think of a couple of different things, like a, a character realizing who or what they are or what their ambition is, or like when they reach a like an, a goal. Like so, like Epo wanting to realizing that okay, not only do I want to be a boxer, but I actually I kind of feel interest in being the champion. Or like uh, we already knew Naruto wanted to be Hokage, but let's say like for instance him realizing that like what he has to do to become Hokage, like the the ambitions in that in itself, not just like saying that this is my goal, but more or less like realizing what that takes to get there. Okay. So I was thinking of something different. When okay. I was when I heard coming of age, I was thinking more, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just am not describing it right, but I didn't know how to describe it. Uh I'm thinking of more arcs arcs that are self contained that ultimately change the entirety of the story both for the main character and for everybody around the main character so similar to like golden age arc similar to marine ford similar to shit i don't know what else i'm trying to think of another one i can't think of another one but those two like i i I, and i guess that's the point because you're saying what what we want to see more of um, but arcs that arcs that are so self like are super self contained, where you're really only following one or like you know what I'm saying a few people. That's why and- that's why you can't uh, that's why you can't define it, sensei. That's not technically like a, a arc. Uh, okay, that's like so. that's more that's more that well that's more what you're talking about is more of a story device, but you can add it to any arc. Okay. Fair that's why enough. you can't define it as an arc, but it's a, it's a story device, <laughs> but you can you can add it to any arc where. Uh, the arc is is what it is, like all the arcs you just named, mm-hmm. but they can change the story in such a way or bring up implications. Impl- I can't get that word out because somebody implications. Implications. Yeah, thank you, Panda. Uh, they can they can add that add those into the story and make it so the whole story will pivot after that arc. But go ahead and continue. You want to see more of that? But yeah, that. I mean, that's really it. But you're right. It, it is more of a you said plot device or story device. I don't think it's a plot device. Story device? story device, so they can, yeah, so, they can uh, so they can just change the story's direction and just flip it. Facts, yeah, more of that. Um, I mean, at this point, like I'm a you know I'm a shonen anime lover, like, uh, but I really think I honestly just think that what I want is to read more seinen because <laughs> I I feel like a lot of seinen have a lot of that where it's it seems small like shit you can even think about Vinland Saga like I haven't read Vinland Saga Fire. but the shit that 
the shit that happened at the end of season one, I'm almost positive, changes everything around. Not only it definitely Thor does. Kill, you know what I'm saying? Like not only Thor kill, but I mean Thorfinn, but everybody else. Spoiler: Like Thorfinn basically has lost his pretty much his reason to live at this point. I mean, that's yeah. You can see that though. The nigga was broken. Like. Imagine you've dedicated your entire life to doing all the to doing this, and it's not it's not a productive thing that you're trying to do, like it kills somebody or take revenge, and you get it and get it, and you don't aren't able to complete it because someone else takes care of it for you, or you get it and it's unsatisfying. Like Thorfinn didn't just want Asgard dead; he wanted to kill him, and now he's dead, and now his father now he's he has to face the fact that like what else can i do i can't avenge my father i didn't avenge him so what else can i do with my life there's no point in being here yeah but yeah, ultimately i probably just need to read a little bit more a lot more sane and anime i still love my shonens like I'm oh i got some sane for you also well, thinking about villain saga that shit kind of hurt just damn what that villain saga, like how that whole whole that shit was fire, whole nigga. Ended. It that was great, was yeah, amazing. But it hurt my heart. I was like, damn, my dude. I felt him. I really wanted him to get that kill, and he could not get it. Not only that, but you fucked with Ascalad. Ascalad the goat. To Sensei's point, um, I do want to see more of the story devices. Uh, do note that there is a good way and a bad way to do them because those same story devices are what we see in the Great Ninja War in Naruto, and that pivot changes the whole world, but not in a good way. Uh, so there's definitely some pitfalls um, in good ways and bad ways to use it. Uh, I am currently going through like my shoujo read and watch, and so I'm trying to. I haven't yet discovered what type of like character arcs or story arcs I'll be going through. So I'm very sorry, excited for like. The, you said what? No, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I'm, I thought I muted myself. My um, I'm excited to see what type of arcs, uh, character and story arcs that I'll get. I haven't defined them. Um, the only one that I'm kind of trying to put a name to is uh, is the Oblivious Love arc is what I feel I'm in right now, where the the character has not, he just, the hints just ain't hidden home for him. Shorty is Ooh, really you gonna, on that. Like monthly girls know Zaki know Zaki will be up your alley, GP. Shorty is really on that with him, and like she pulling up, she texting him, she texting first and double texting, and <laughs> asking can she see him without the friend, all the good shit, and he just still and he missing like, the message. He wow. missing all the messages. He's in Damn, his mind. Bro. He's convinced that she wants the friend. So he still whole time he's trying to set her up with the friend, and she's like, well. This sounds awfully wanna, specific. What anime is this? Or manga? This is uh, uh, um, the one I told you. Uh, Ore Mono, Mono Tagari? Oh. Tagiri? Ore Monotagari? Monogatari. Ore yeah, Monogatari. That. that. Oh, it so, sounds like my story. That's yeah, what, that's so like, he... That's, 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 that's the American name of it. My love story or something like that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the American name of it. I'm so blown so, for bro, cuzzo. So she pulling up, bro. She She's trying to cook for him. She texting him. Like, she doing all the good stuff. But in his mind, he's convinced that she wants the friend because all these other women have wanted the friend. I'm not even sure if the friend is straight. Nigga. Uh, it sounds like and too. He he on that, bro. So this uh, is this is like my first 
This is like my first shoujo arc, and I'm trying to put a name to it. Right now, I'm just calling it the Oblivious Love arc. I but, think um, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm reading up on it, and I, I I think I know why he. I think there's a point. There's also a point as to why he. Well, thinks. don't don't tell me because this shit is actually pretty no, it's good. Not, it's so not the, it's I've not discovered a, a rom com. I think, I think it's because the main character's physical appearance. He doesn't think people. He probably doesn't think someone could be attracted to him. He don't. That's he probably, got he got nigga lips, and he like six foot five. <laughs> I remember looking at this at one point. Yeah, that's, it's it's a, it's part. It's also a self esteem thing on his part. So the secretary thinks he looks like a weak character, but I'm enjoying it so far. So I, yeah. I want to see. Uh, yeah, come on. I want to see uh, what type of uh, what type of arcs I get in the shoujo realm. Um, I'm trying to give them names before I go look up official names, just to see uh, what I can place myself. How about you? How about you, Tail? All right. So I got like three. I always, if you if you listen to the mic check, white four four. Yeah, man. I listen. I know you can't pick. That shit frustrates <laughs> for me too. On this end, but like one I would like is redemption arcs, right? Like an arc where the villain redeems themselves and does like heroic shit, right? Like I like I like things where the hero does better and helps, right? Like if you think of like if a character had their own individual arc, like Obito had like kind of a redemption arc where he was like, all right, look, like I've done all this this bad shit in the last I don't know fifteen years, um, but here's here's the moment where I said, you know what, I want to step up and, you know, I want to make amends for my sins or something like that. Like those arcs, like I would love to see those things where the villain tries to kind of make a change for the better. Like Vegeta, essentially his entire series from Dragon Ball um, Z is like, he's been through a redemption arc where he has proven himself as a hero now and gone through and changed. Like I personally would love to see more of that. Um, and Vegeta then- Vegeta stay in account? But I, hey, Vegeta's dope. I love Vegeta. Um, yes. And then I would like things like seeking salvation arcs. Like this is something that's like from, I don't know if y'all seen it, but like Cash Earn Sins. It was an older anime, and then they remade it. Uh, basically, Cash Earn is he's un he he has no knowledge of what his life is. He's basically, I remember I remember Cash Earn Sins. Yeah. Well, okay. He's this a, a mortal like a robot or or cyborg, and essentially he's trying to seek out, you know, his identity his life and and overall just kind of like figure out what he is and how to become overall better so like i guess it's called like a seeking salvation arc where like a character is trying to get to a point of like not just realization but like get to an overall like um i guess point of like mental elevation like i'll say that seeking salvation arc is kind of like what i wanted to say and then, like, I want more invasion arcs, like how when Payne pulled up on the Leaf Village and said, "Hey, yo, fuck y'all house, I'm knocking everything over." <laughs> That's I'm exactly like... what it was. <laughs> Big bad wolf. Hey, is that, that a bitch, nigga dog? standing up in the middle of the sky and boom? That's it. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, never mind. I lost my train of thought. I'll come back to it. <laughs> but yeah, like. I feel like that's dope, like an invasion arc. Like uh, even in, in Bleach, they had that. It, well, I guess it wasn't typically an invasion arc, but when the Ron car pulled up, like everything seemed like they were like, "All right, we here." Technically, it was an invasion arc. Yeah. If we being honest, this yeah, technically like, an invasion arc. I like that. Like, um, I don't know how many of y'all read the My Hero Academia manga, but like this feels like. I mean, technically, heroes pulled up, but it still feels like the villains were like, "Yo." this is what we're doing. Like we pulled up and we're trying to make a difference. We're trying to change things. So like the idea of like the villains 
taking the initiative and saying, no longer are we just plotting plans to to do uh, certain things that that's going to change a small area. We want to pull up to your hometown and say, yo, like we're done playing games. Like let's actually kill people. And, take over art. Yeah. Yeah. I was calling it an invasion because that's what it was like a pain invasion arc, but I want like a full on like invasion, like the villains pull up and say, yeah, yeah knock everything over. For the, uh, for the seeking salvation art. That's what I was going to say. Um, I'm not really familiar with what you listed Casper. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with what you listed, but I do consider uh, Edward from uh, Full Metal Alchemist to he goes through a salvation arc, in my opinion. Yeah, I do so. actually have it listed underneath my salvation and because I have Full Metal Alchemist listed as a masterpiece, but uh, of course, I'm not going to, I don't want to dive too much into that because I can talk about that all day. Is okay. it because of uh, Edward trying to regain, you know, him and his brother's bodies, but, like his their bodies back. I say bodies. Technically, the only real body that they need to get back is Al's, but that's rude. So, so uh, I got one. So, uh, I want to see more villain arcs. Um, like my villain Academia. That that shit was like really cool. How it really focused in on them. It gave them like real tangible emotions. Um, yeah. and like hella niggas in the community started to fuck with them heavy, and like you don't always get that kind of insight for like an extended amount of time in the anime. I feel like. Um, yeah, you get their backstory. Yeah, their mom died. They're mad at the world because uh, some girl pissed them off something back in the day. Something like that. But, like, the villain arc... Most, of the, most niggas these days are villains, huh? Uh, basically. But the, the villain that? arc was, like... It really, like, made you feel for them. It made you, like, really, really, like, actually kind of care for them beyond just, oh, they're ant- that uh, antagonist to the protagonist of the story. Um, and I think arcs that are really well done that favor the villain, like, I want more of that. Oh, um, my, well, the main arc that I really like to see more of is the, a full, I was, I was broken by this incident, by this loss, by this losing someone to, to grow, come back better than ever. And the actual, like, I want to see that actual growth. I want to see that training art, not just, oh, well, here's the, here's the final product, but I'm going to show you a couple of flashbacks along the way. Even though sometimes that could be good, but I want to see that growth a little bit more, not to where it becomes boring. Because, like, one of the be- I think one of the greatest transition, I guess we can call that a transition arc, maybe? Training arc, transition arc depends on the, the anime. But I like, I want to see more of that. Because one of the best transitions I've seen, um, especially over a period of time, is like in Blood Plus. I don't know if y'all seen Blood Plus, but it's about this girl named Saya who's actually like one of the one of the queen vampires and her twin sister who she didn't know she had until later ends up raping and killing her foster brother. And so after that happens, Saya becomes darker, a more of a darker character who's more willing to kill Chiropterans or the creatures in the show. But they never they show bits and pieces of it. But I want to see more of that transition in characters after they suffer that loss to where they finally regain that that fire, I guess. So I like. I just want. I want to see more of. I love stuff like that because you hurt. You hurt with the characters. Like you hurt with them, and then you like grow with them too. I guess. Yeah. Um. Which has been a theme of this episode, is the actual uh, connection that we've been able to find to the characters and to the story through the arcs. Which is, I mean, ultimately why you read or watch anime and manga anyway, is that you want to feel connected and feel a part of these worlds with the characters. Uh. <clears throat> I think that wraps up the convo unless anybody has a last comment they want to make. 
Bet. Inteliano. All right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay. What up, nigga? <clears throat> you ready? My dog has been barking this whole fucking time, so. Let me let me set the stage. You made it all the way to the fourth quarter, brother. <laughs> Alright, let's see uh, if I got the, the clutch. This the two minute, the this, this the two minute warning right now. Yeah, you driving so the field. Alright, man. Uh, I got rapid fires. I don't know if you heard this. Have you heard this rapid fire segment before? I have, but it's been a minute. Okay, so you know how I go. Um, I'm gonna ask you some questions. You try to answer them as fast as you fucking can. Uh, if you can't answer them fast, that's okay. But the goal is to answer them as fast as you can. Um, if you, you know, say some cap shit, I'm gonna say it's cap. We may call you out and all that shit. If not, then you've lived to fight another day. <laughs> uh, you ready though? Let's do it. I uh, who's the best MC of the big three? Oh. oh God, my my choice is actually uh Luffy. Good shit. Yes, chapter sir. black, chapter black, or Heaven's Arena. Um, I ain't seen either one of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? You have chapter black Yu Yu from Hakusho? chapters black from Yu Yu and Heaven's Arena and from, Heaven's uh, Arena from Hunter Hunter? Hunter. Oh wait, I have seen those. <laughs> I'm going chapter black. I'm Cap. sorry. Cap. He, yeah, he got that from Mike. He been Cap. he been he been tweeting Mike too much on the timeline. No, I'll take it. Oh, no. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, Who's no. the better MC, Gone or Deku? Uh, Deku. Cap. Uh, Deku or Aaron? Aaron, for sure. What? I bet. Good shit. Uh, Aaron or Luffy? Uh, I, look. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, I'm choosing Aaron. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all gonna have to fight me on that one. I'm choosing Aaron. Not you know, look, I love Aaron right now in the manga, one hundred percent. I do. Too, he, is, he is he is Black Jesus right now. I don't he care not, nobody. But he's not better. He's not better than Luffy. All right, uh, FMAB or Magi? Do it. Wait, wait, Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, okay, Full Metal Alchemist or Attack on Titan? Do it. Full Metal Alchemist. Cap. It might not be Cap. It might not be Cap, but I'm gonna say it's Cap right now. It's a masterpiece, and you can't take me off that hill. It's Cap. You can't. You can't say that Attack on Titan is not. Uh, you can't say I'm not saying Attack on Titan right now. Look, I never <laughs> read Full Metal Alchemist, but I did read Attack on Titan, and that's why I think Aaron is like Black Jesus. Like, I love Aaron Yeager. I think Black what Jesus. he's doing right now is dope. Like, <laughs> no, he fire, bro. He's fire right now. Dude is, I'm, dude I'm, is dope. I'm, 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 I'm anime only, so I gotta I gotta just roll with that one. Look, yeah, you're gonna have to take but my you, word for it. Aaron is that dude, but Full Metal Alchemist, the manga, or the anime is a is a masterpiece to me, so I'm not gonna, I'm never taking it off the show. No, it's a, it's a masterpiece. It's number one for me right now, but uh, again, Attack on Titan has yet to end. Yeah, if, if Attack on Titan <laughs> ends the way I think it might end, it might be on that shelf. Cause it will be number one, brother. <laughs> it will be number one. All right. Uh, last question, brother. And the last one always the weird one. So okay. get ready. <laughs> you go. Would you rather okay. get no. dunked on by Kagami in front of your wife and kids for 12 days straight? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> or shine super aloe do- Alloy Dark Shine's body for an hour. I mean, hold up. Wait, is he shining? Is he shining? Is he I'm shining like his body in front He's of his sh- wife and kids? Uh, yes. He's also shining his body in front of his wife. And kids. Oh no! Wait, were you talking about? Uh, no, come on, bro. 
mean, <laughs> you gonna, not you gonna shine. Hey, I've been in college, so I've been dunked on before. Uh, Have you been dunked on in front like of your that? wife and kids? In front of your wife and kids, bro. Not only that, but for twelve days straight, you gotta keep jumping up. Uh, super, super dark alloy. No, man, bro. Hold up. Your kids, your kids ain't gonna never respect you. Ain't gonna never respect your game. You gonna meteor slam your shit. You have to try to like. You have to try to block the shot. I'm gonna be I'm a tackle dude. I'm about to. I'm about to tear his ACL. You can't tear Kagami's AC. Big as shit. He gonna fuck you up. Not even that. I'm gonna just go ahead and do the super dark alloy though. Come on, bro. What? You don't want to give. You don't want to apply blackface to his body. <laughs> well, hour, it's just an hour. I was, I, that's still, that's, that's, that's it's just still an hour. It's just an hour. But then you, you complicit, you like, complicit in that shit for the rest of your life too. So the headline is gonna be like Florida man participates Florida in black man. folks. Of course, it's a Florida <laughs> man though. Bro. No, that's all I'm asking. Can I talk shit? Can I be like, hey yo, you big ugly ass? Like, can I can I go you off? Can talk shit to both of them. You can talk to Kagami. You can no, talk but that's twelve days of talking. You can't shit. talk to shit to talk shit to a man whose body you shining and stuff. That then it turns. Like something else. <laughs> Florida man participates in blackface. That's the headline. That's oh. the headline. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be Florida man participating in blackface. You gonna do that? Funny as hell. You gonna? Oh, that's bad. I can't do that. G. I agree. That's for twelve days. That man gotta be. Look, I'm. I'm not that tall. That man gotta be. So I can't. I can't be sitting. How can be like six six at least? Yeah, dude. Yeah, like meteor jam, yo shit. And he's been known. He's been known to carry a nigga to to the hole with him. For sure. So like, I like you him. talk about you talk about you gonna tackle him or like tear his ACL. Oh, he with. will take you with him to the hole. He gonna tear your life. If I'm the Prince of Florida, man, I'm literally carrying a blade with me because he's getting it. What was buddy name? What was buddy name and tried to slash him up? Slash him all up outside with the scissors. Yeah, well, it was yeah. Oh yeah, was it? No, Chase, come here. dude, dude brought the scissors and he was threatening to do it first. Oh, he... on the other no, team. No, they uh... brought no, no. Medorama brought the scissors because it was a lucky item, and then Akashi took the scissors and tried to slit slash Kagami ass because he interrupted him when he was trying to talk to Kuroko and the rest of the generation. Of uh, I had that whole scene backwards in my head. You Damn. did. Damn. Good shit. T- is that is that it, Sensei? That is it. <clears throat> That's it for the conversation. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this shit up. Uh, Teliano, thank you for joining us on the podcast for the first time. We're glad that you was able to come over as an ambassador for both uh, Florida and Mike Check Waifu <laughs> Waifu podcast. Uh, before you before you dip up out of here, do you got anything you need to put? Um, no, like, thank you, though. Like, for real. Like, I, it's been a long time coming. Y'all was like, what, the first podcast I heard of? When we uh, started my check waifu waifu, so I'm just I'm a little surprised it took this long. I'm sorry, Polo can be here. Y'all know he just moved in. Oh yeah, he definitely need to pull up so we can get on his ass. <laughs> For talking about he, he he watched 500 episodes and don't know Luffy's uh motive or direction, his goal. Oh, that was also, him. Also, oh, also, <laughs> yeah, also also his a slander needs to be needs to be checked. Hey, look, <laughs> his his a slander I understand because he's binging. 
So like yeah. he probably does not appreciate Ace the same way that we appreciate. I'm gonna be Ace. real. I binged all the way to Ace, and I felt the same way about Ace. I was like, not not how he felt, but I felt like Ace was like important because of Luffy. I didn't even watch it. And I was still sad. Yeah, like that shit hard. Like, how can you feel about going Mary? Like, how can you be sad about going Mary but not be sad about? Ace? He was sad about going Mary but not Ace. Who? No, you making this worse? He capping, bro. He capping. He capping. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't get his ass upon her. But all I wanted to say is, you know, thank y'all for having me. Uh, yeah, of course, Tell. Tell him check out Mike. Uh, you know, we got the uh, top ten waifu list if y'all really need it. But um, awesome. uh, first of all, a panda needs to make guest appearance or something because I have as a waifu. No, nah, she got a she got a, a top ten. What is it called? The, the anime daddy list, daddy list. <laughs> anime daddy though. list. Yeah, she oh, got. That's what it I is? said what I said. Anime okay. daddy list, cause that sounds better. Fair enough. Oh goodness! But yeah, once again, thank you guys. Yep, course, uh, appreciate bro. it, bro. Thank you for pulling up and uh and rapping with yeah. us. Uh, you brought a lot to the conversation. We didn't actually get any real moments to slander you, so um probably gonna have to set your ass up on the timeline. Oh, we definitely. Uh, <laughs> I, I I've noticed you niggas been ducking the gloves off smoke though, but it's cool. Oh no! Look, so look, look, look! I always miss the gloves off. Like, and I be trying to come in. Like I, I saw it one time and I set a schedule on my phone and everything. It's like I'm about to pull up the gloves off and I missed it and I was like sorry as fuck. Look, bro, I got kids. <laughs> Look, bro, I but, got kids. <laughs> I prefer I prefer that like if you can't do it, you just don't like I like the fact that you just like I, I can't do it, so I'm not gonna show up. I'll be um, in the comments though. Like I'll be I, in the comments and I say shit, but you be having like three hundred people in there sometimes. Like, man, you ain't gonna never notice me talking. Get a lot going on. No, I'll be I'm, when I say pull up, I mean like be in that bitch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, be in it. Alright, yeah. I'm gonna try and be in one of those. I do wanna be in there. I wanna be in the gloves off. Like I always like, yo, damn, I missed the fucking gloves off. But I'm I'm gonna try and slide in there one time. Right, which uh up. which one is that y'all podcast that loves Black Clover? Who are we listening to that just we speaking the praises? Black Clover. We be is it you guys Aaron? do not. It's, it's definitely Aaron. It's Aaron. It's Aaron. It's and black anime. They love they love Black Clover. And I we got the that our dude made that said I love trash and it's Asta in a garbage can. Okay. Chill, I, I, I know it was somebody whose episode I listened to recently and they were like speaking the praises on Black Clover and it's like they're the only people that I own, I ever hear. It's definitely Aaron. Because Blanime and them be slandering Black Clover to an extent. Aaron be like, I think but, it was one But Mike episode. watched that shit, don't he? Yeah, yeah I do watch that I don't know. I think I don't remember what episode it was, but Aaron was getting his bag on. Like you, I think he guest starred on. I know I don't remember who's guest starred on whose, but it was between Black Anime and Black Anime. And Aaron was definitely the one captured Black Clover really, really hard. Well, we'll we'll find out. I wanna. Um, I'm not finna watch that shit no time soon because the the niggas who I get recommendations from have all said, "Do not waste my time." Oh, uh, <laughs> damn! Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll find that out. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's pretty meantime, boring now. In between go ahead, my bad. Wrap it up. We're going to end this episode. Uh, Supernovas, as always, join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram with us. Uh, we want y'all to share your thoughts with us. Use the hashtag WorstGenTalk. Um, let us know what types of arcs that you guys like. If y'all fucked with the opinions, what type of arcs you want to see. Um, what type of arcs you tired of seeing that you burned out on. Um, and just all in all, just rap with us. Tell us what you think about the episode. Uh, rate and review us. And that's it. Until next time, we out. Bye, niggas. Super. Saying that, I mean.